0: We want to start with you from the beginning until right cool. now. What's happening?
1: Cool. Uh, yeah, so right now I'm in a house in New Jersey, but I'm actually <laughs> from Los Angeles, and I just released my debut EP um, in February this year, so I'm super excited about that.
0: Let's talk about the EP, you know, where the inspiration has come from, who'd you collab with, producers, the, just the process in general
1: yeah um so it was kind of a crazy process I started writing it before the pandemic and then I think when the pandemic hit I kind of just laser focused on it I know like right. a lot of people were like I'm just gonna play switch for the <laughs> next year. but I was like you know what I'm gonna use this opportunity to just like hone in because I have all this extra time so um I just like focused in on it and I wrote some songs with a few different producers, like virtually over zoom. And, um, I worked with a lot of awesome people. I mainly worked with these two producers, Taydex and Wayne, and they're just super talented. Um, they worked with like a ton of people like Femme and just a bunch of other really cool, like R&B artists. And, um, I really loved working with them. So I wrote a few songs with them and then I have one track I wrote with this pop band called Magdalena Bay. Uh And that's like one of my favorite songs. And then I worked with this film producer, Sessie G who's super rad. So cool.
0: And yeah, it was really
1: cool. I feel like it was a very collaborative project. Like every song kind of had, um, like different touches and kind of different vibes, but it all kind of weirdly came together (laughs) and like each other. And I feel like I also collaborated with so many different like videographers after the fact for music videos. And I don't know, it it feels like every song kind of came to life in like different forms, like when we were making it and then when it was done and when we were making art for it and then when it came out and like how people perceived it.
0: Lit, lit. Um, and you mentioned the music videos. Let's talk about the music videos because they lit. I really like the roll out. I like the visuals. So um, let's you. talk about, you know, the direction of the music videos.
1: Yeah. So I'm kind of weird. I feel like every time I write a song, um,
0: yeah.
1: I like have like a, like a vision for each song immediately after I'm done writing it.
0: Right. And so
1: um, and I feel like I like to put colors with things and vibes with things. And so um, yeah every song was a little different like I knew for closer I don't know why when I wrote the song I was like the song is purple <laughs> <laughs> like I but- just like see it like the vision is like dark like black purple like kind of like mm-hmm. old like 80s like spooky and like I knew it had to come out on Halloween and so for th- those vibes it was like super like Halloween like wolf like dark kind of themed and that's then, right. um, yeah, for XOXO, that's like the, the most recent one mm-hmm. that was kind of like a nod to like being playful like you know the girl who like kills her husband and like doesn't need her
0: husband
1: (laughs) (laughs) that was like fun because I feel like in that one I had so many different characters and so many different looks that it was just like fun for me to play dress up essentially for a day Mm -hmm. um but yeah it was cool and so I feel like every video has a different vibe like when I made future memories I was really into skating and I started skateboarding um During the pandemic and learning how to do that. So I was like, you know what? Like, this song is kind of rock and roll. Like, I'm just going to go with it and skateboard and have like a punk rock attitude. So we went to, um, me and my friend nicole her name is like flower hits big time she's super talented photographer and videographer and right. she does everything on film and vhs and this was like in the middle of the pandemic like i think <laughs> like this was like this time last year like this was in may so everything was super shut down we went to the middle of downtown la mm. and i think it was like 5 p.m like it would have been like dead traffic hour, like cars <laughs> everywhere, super busy it was completely empty like Damn. not a around like it was just us two on the streets and we just like ran around the middle of the street like took a <laughs> bunch of random like vhs footage and like skateboarded and it was super surreal like yeah that was crazy but that was a fun one to make too
0: <laughs> lit i i realized that you're like multi-faceted because you don't only like do music but you skateboard you know you yeah. dj um, yeah, yeah. so let's talk about all the different endeavors that you're into
1: Cool. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it was kind of weird and I get like bored easily. Yeah. <laughs> like all these things are super random things that like happen or just like came to me. And I feel like I'm the kind of person where if I like see something that like interests me or think is cool, I kind of just like do it <laughs> or right. try it. And like I may not be the best at it, but I'll just like try it for a little bit and then I'm, like, obsessed with it, and then I get bored, and I move on to the next <laughs> thing, <laughs> so, but DJing, like, that was, like, a really cool thing that happened, I feel like that, like, opened up a lot of, like, opportunities, and, like, musical, um, like, inspiration for me, because, it but that was a super random thing, too, like, a friend of mine, because I throw a bunch of events, or I used to, mm-hmm. and um, I helped a friend of mine throw his EP release party, mm-hmm. and he was, like, yo like you should DJ and I was like okay did not know how to DJ at all (laughs) so I just like learned in like three weeks like I basically like bought like dinner for my friend like every night for like a week and he taught me how to DJ and then I just started DJing and then all of a sudden I became a DJ and (laughs) but um that's been really cool I feel like I've been able to like travel a lot and to like meet a lot of cool people through that so I love DJing and yeah, I don't know. I throw events. I used to throw a bunch of like underground parties before the pandemic happened. Like I threw my, um, one of my single release parties in a barber shop,
0: and oh, then I found like
1: laundromat, underground laundromat party, and, like a mattress store party. Like, I feel like wherever I see like weird spaces, whenever I walk into random places, I'm like, you know what? Like this would be a sick place to throw a party. <laughs> <All
0: right>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's fun. <laughs>
0: Nice, nice. It's good having that perspective and being a creative. Um, where did that creative spurt come from? Is it in your family? Like, come your mom, your dad? Just you know, being in LA, friends. You know, how did you become a creative?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I honestly don't know. <laughs> my everyone says like my uncle um, in Iran. He's an actor, and mm-hmm. he also plays like a bunch of random like. Iranian instruments like he plays like sitar and like all these random things and so a lot of people tell me that I get my like kind of vibe from him mm-hmm. but yeah I don't know I feel like I grew up in know like because I was born and raised in LA so I grew up right. like as soon as I was like 15 and a half and I had my driver's permit I would just drive to LA every night with my friends and we'd go to like underground warehouse parties and we'd go to like shows and we'd see like you know, like the local LA music scene and be friends with people. And so I feel like when I was 16, I just met so many cool artists. And like, all of a sudden I had all these like talented people around me. And it's kind of hard when you're in that environment, not to pick up a guitar or like not to pick up, you know, like I picked up banjo for a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's like, you know, when you have like so many other friends kind of doing that, I feel like you also kind of just pick it up and, um, I feel like I had a lot of friends that kind of grew out of it, but it, I never like grew out of it. I just loved music so much. And it became like my therapy when I was in high school and in college, whenever, you know, like shitty things would happen, I would just pick up my guitar and take it out on my guitar. And and so I feel like, you know, when I graduated, I was like, this is like what I love doing and this is what I want to do. And yeah, I'm doing it.
0: <laughs> That's lit. That's lit. Yeah. Um, and how did you find your lane in music because obviously you got your own genre you know you're very experimental I mean we can call it pop R&B disco you know it's it's a lot in there so how'd you find your lane as a musician
1: yeah it's weird because it's funny that you say that because I also feel like the way that I am with like hobbies and you know how I get bored easily I also am like I love so many different genres of music so it's hard for me to I mean I don't ever want to put myself in a bubble I don't ever want to just be like I'm just the you know cookie cutter pop girl or I'm just (laughs) like rock girl or I'm just that R&B girl because I love so many different types of music and I love experimenting so I mean I always tell people that my music is me so that's the thing that ties my music together is me and so if you fuck with me then you fuck with my music that's <laughs> but right. yeah so i mean i never like to put boundaries on myself or my music and so i think and i think that that's cool because as an artist you should be always growing you don't want to stay in the same place forever so right. i hope that i always continue experimenting and doing different things
0: nice and who does disco try to listen to who you got on your playlist right now
1: Ooh, <laughs> that changes like every single week. But um, lately I've been listening to like a lot of music that I can play at the club because DJing is like, I think Loki's starting to come back. Like nice. I've been getting emails from bookers and I'm like, Oh my God, I think shows are going to come back finally. <laughs> so I've been like preparing things like that. So um, I don't know, honestly, I've just been listening to like Tovlo. I've been listening to like, um, like, friends who do like a ton of remixes i love doja cat like kiss me more has been on <laughs> repeat and i'm not but, gonna lie what is
0: and it then, about doja cat because i mean she's been popping lately her she's been popping up everywhere um, oh yeah <laughs> yeah i like doja cat too she's just herself you know i like doja cat what do you like about doja cat
1: Honestly, same thing. I just love that she's herself and she's not playing a character. I mean, she plays like a million characters. (laughs) I love that she's just weird. Like I love, because I feel like with like pop artists um, and I know she's like, I don't know, she's R&B, rap, pop, whatever she is. But I feel like with artists, like everyone's expected to be perfect. And I love that she'll just go on live and be like so dumb. Exactly. And, like so silly and like just like do whatever she wants like i think
0: that's super sick. That's like right. um and i mean obviously like also travel- her music
1: is fire like <laughs> literally fire.
0: Yeah. And you travel the world as a DJ. I mean you've been everywhere, every city, state, country. Um so let's talk about some of your favorite places to go, your favorite places to travel, some of the biggest shows you played. What was that experience like?
1: um that's so hard to choose because i feel like every time i play a show i'm on the high and i'm like that was the best show
0: ever <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then, like the next show i was like that was the best show ever but um i feel like going to australia was super cool because but... i never traveled that far for shows and it was like so weird being in a different country and like mm-hmm. with different people and i don't know right. music is so universal and it was cool to see like how universal it is
0: exactly and
1: um yeah and then i did this really cool like pop up for this makeup brand glossier um, they, like, flew me out to Miami to do their launch party, and they were just, like, so receptive and so, like, sweet and, like, such a cool, like, company and group of people. It was, like, all females, like, running everything, and I feel like that was, like, a super cool show to be a part of, and um, also, this is so weird, but I did a show in Washington, D.C., yeah. and, like, low-key, that was the, like, most lit show I ever played, like, everyone was insane like so drunk like going crazy like front row and like and like partying until 4 a.m and i just never knew i thought washington dc was like a super formal <laughs> like, yeah. place but i guess they work hard and then like party harder in washington that's
0: right.
1: yeah so that's i don't know yeah and la like i've done so many shows in la where um i grew up going to those like venues Like, I grew up going to the Troubadour. My first ever concert was at the Troubadour. And I played there, like, a few years ago. And I just remember thinking, like, this is insane. Like, I was, like, 14 when I came here. And, like, I was, like, you know, so obsessed with the artists on stage. And now, like, I'm the artist on stage. And so, like, that was, like, a big one for me, too.
0: Lit, lit. I mean, and being a DJ, there's, like, so many artists on the lineup when you do perform in most of your shows. Have you ever been to any shows where you didn't know any artists, but you just went and you ended up clicking with the another artist on the lineup and just kind of hit it off?
1: Um, that's like who's the,
0: who's the coolest DJ you met when doing shows? Ooh,
1: that's a really good question. I feel like I've, you definitely do like meet a lot of people, which is really cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: Honestly, I can't think of anyone <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's been so long since I've played shows. But yeah, I don't know. I honestly can't think of anybody right now. But I feel like I've met so many people. I've definitely played shows with people I've admired. Right. Like, um, like I opened for this band, this Australian band called Confidence Man. And right. when I first started DJing, I used to DJ like all their songs and I was obsessed with them and then I opened for them and I was like I just remember thinking like oh my god and I was backstage with them talking with them and low-key I was fangirling and they were so <laughs> chill and so I just remember being like oh my god like this is a milestone for sure and so I've had so many moments like that where I've like played with different artists that I admire so much and they're just like normal people <laughs>
0: yeah (laughs) it's
1: almost it's almost weirder when you meet like people that you really admire because that you know what I mean it takes away that like shine and that like gloss in your in your head you know
0: right has that what experience was that for you like have you met anyone like that or is that type of situation
1: well I I did play with Charlie XCX for the Billy Ball, which was really cool. And, like, I'm still a huge fangirl of hers. But I feel like with things like that, you kind of just, like, don't even want to talk to them too much. Because <laughs> you're like, you know what? Like, let's just, like, keep this, like, sweet in, in my head, you know?
0: <laughs> right.
1: But, but definitely, like, moments like that, you're like, this is super cool. And, like, it's, like, an honor to even, like, be playing the same stage with these kind of artists. So. How was she? She was awesome. She's badass, just as badass as you would think she is.
0: <laughs> nice. You got any stories you can tell us? Uh,
1: <laughs> nothing crazy. No, she's just super cool, like super gendered.
0: <laughs> lit, lit. Um, and yeah. you mentioned earlier, like you um, like you did some shows with some brands. Obviously, your music is endorsed by a lot of brands from H and M, Zara. You know, how did you how did that come about? And you know, how do you connect with so many brands?
1: Yeah. Well, I think it just comes back down to like, I love collaborating with like artists, but also I love just like, I don't know. I have so many different interests. Like I love music. I love clothes. I love makeup. I just love it all. And so um, I feel like I just love not putting myself in a bubble and, and I love like expressing myself in not just a musical sense, you know, whatever I can do to kind of like you know, fulfill my, like, designer, my dream of being a clothing designer, or, like, whatever these things are, and so, um, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely, like, very blessed to have, like, worked with some of these brands, and, um, yeah, (laughs) did that answer your question?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Yeah. cool, I mean, and you, you mentioned, we talked a little bit about the pandemic earlier, um, has it helped you or hindered your career as far as like creativity gets my ideas out? Because you've still been putting out music, still been dropping music videos, putting yeah. out projects. So what has the pandemic done for you?
1: I think both. I think that it's hindered me in that like, I used to play so many shows and I was touring and I was going nonstop. I was DJing every weekend. And it's definitely a little bittersweet leaving that behind because it, it almost feels like, Did that really happen? (laughs) Like, what was life like before? So that was kind of sad, because, like, I feel like that was just, like, something that I loved doing. I loved performing so much. But at the same time, it did kind of force me as an artist to, like, stop in my tracks and think about, like, what I really want and what I want to do moving forward as an artist and so I was able to release and finish and create so much music and I feel like if the pandemic didn't happen I wouldn't have had that hard cut where I would sit down and really finish everything and take the time to like make the videos and make the release plan and actually release it I probably wouldn't have released my EP honestly so it like was bittersweet it's like good and bad like I missed live performances but right. I was able to get my music out so yeah but right. any any artist that says that it didn't hinder them is definitely lying. Yes. <laughs> like, like it's not normal to just like all of a sudden have things like performing and shows and and you know, only ever doing everything online and having social media be like your main form of contact with fans. Like that yeah. stuff, like not normal, I feel like. And so, but now it is. And so it's a weird like adjustment.
0: That's true. And yeah, you do full- you feel that way too? Same. Yeah. Are you fully vexed or what do you think about the vaccine? <laughs> <laughs> what, what was your vaccination experience like?
1: Oh, I am um, definitely like died for like for like 24 hours i was like okay uh, i'm just like going to be horizontal for 24 hours and i just like couldn't do anything and that happened both times and i remember um because I got it at the same time as my mom and my mom was like stop being such a baby because <laughs> <laughs> she like didn't feel anything and I was like I can't do anything right now like, <laughs> just, like... <laughs> so I think she thought I was like over you know being like over dramatic but no I think a ton of people have felt that way like you're kind of dead for like 24 hours and then you're completely fine the next day
0: facts yeah Did you
1: get that same experience
0: uh, it was just my arm I was dead arm you know so uh, like my arm hurt really bad and I needed so you were fine. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah like the next day I was good it was just like a day I was out of commission for sure yeah definitely so,
1: did so, you do so, Pfizer or Moderna
0: I did the Pfizer
1: nice nice okay that's I, I, I might, like lasts for like a few weeks
0: yeah maybe so I don't know all the logistics I'm just like I gotta get this because you know I got people in my family who's older and I'm around kids and stuff, so oh. it's like I'm I morally got it to look out for everybody else more than myself, you know. So to that's me, I probably wouldn't got it, but just for the fact that I'm around so many people, it's like you know I want to. You want to
1: make sure that it's safe.
0: That's good. That's yeah. important. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, um, what are some things you're looking forward to get back into? You know, now that the pandemic's going away, we back outside. You know, you said okay. playing shows. I'm are you coming so back to L.A.? Or are you staying in Jersey? No, no.
1: I'm an L.A. girl through and through. <laughs> I'm definitely not staying in Jersey, but Jersey's been fun. But now I'm going to L.A. this weekend, and I'm just so excited to play shows again and DJ, and I just want the music blasting through my ears, and I want to be deaf, and that's, what, that's all I want.
0: Facts, <laughs> facts. Um, yeah, and it's, I mean, it's been hard, like, getting out, meeting people, things like that. So, um, are you on the market right now? Is Disco Shrine single? Are you, uh, in a relationship? What's your status? Um,
1: that might, that might be for people to find out a little later. Yeah. So
0: what's, what's Disco Shrine's type?
1: Disco Shrine's type. I mean, you know, I like tattoos. I like um, I like you know I like motorcycles anything a little dangerous mysterious Um, yeah
0: (laughs) nice so do you have any like celebrity crushes out there anybody you hook up with in the industry ooh
1: um yeah I feel like so many (laughs) 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 I'm not giving you anything you're fishy (laughs)
0: I mean, we gotta put it in the universe, you know. Somebody you've been eyeing forever, it may be a, a Justin Bieber or something. You know, he's all tatted up and stuff.
1: Okay, yes, I will definitely take Justin Bieber.
0: <laughs> but that's but not. Him.
1: I know he's not available.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, can we get those gems? Can we get what? Anybody, anybody that's a DJ or.
1: Um, yeah. Diplo.
0: Diplo? Wait, why, <laughs> is why, what is it about music? Diplo? What? What is it about Diplo?
1: Diplo's just daddy vibes, you know? He's just like <laughs> hot daddy vibes. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd be down.
0: <laughs> you like his music?
1: Oh, yeah. He's so talented. I like spin his music all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. What's your favorite Diplo vibe? You go for like the Jack U vibe.
1: Ooh, I mean, those are like awesome throwbacks, but no, I mean, I like um, On My Side. I DJ that like all the time. And um, he like came out with this new song, Diplomatica, that I think is fire. (laughs) Like it's super catchy. And I kind of like his country vibes too. Like he did a whole country album that was super cool. Like he did this song with Noah Cyrus that's, like, yeah. I think I am probably played it the most. I probably streamed it, like, the most out of everyone. Like, I'm just waiting for my Spotify streams to come out at the end of this year, and it's going to say that was, like, the most streamed.
0: But, <laughs> yeah, you remind me of Noah Cyrus a little bit. She's pretty experimental, too. Really? Um, yeah. So what, Um, what, what? like, what is it about Noah Cyrus' music, her sound, that kind of catches you?
1: Yeah, I mean... Um, cause I have a folk rap background, which I think like people don't really know or like would ever guess. But when I first started making music, I like picked up guitar, acoustic guitar and banjo. And so I used to be that girl with like the long hair and the like floppy hats. And I wear like thrifted floral dresses and I'd go around like playing like acoustic open mics and I'd play banjo and like tambourine. <laughs> yeah. And so- like, I feel like a lot of the music that I listen to that when I'm not trying to, like, you know, listen to, like, hyped pop or, like, music to DJ to, then I'm listening to, like, kind of, like, slower, like, indie vibes. Yeah. And I feel like with her music, I love the, like, slower, sad, like, country girl, like, folky kind of vibes that she has. But she mixes it with electronic and, like, electronic um, and with, like, r&b kind of beats or like hip-hop beats which is kind of like a cool like experimental kind of sound
0: facts facts um so disco shrine we covered a lot um is there anything any gems you want to drop on the leo black show before we get out of here some social links we can follow you at
1: yeah you can follow me on disco shrine um on everything and anything i have something cute coming out soon like a very cute like video project that's going to be dropping soon. And um, yeah, thanks so much for having me. You're awesome.
0: You too. Talk soon.
1: Awesome. Talk soon. Bye. All right.